Hello and welcome to Parenting with Play podcast this week. I'm really pleased you're here because I have the fabulous Chiara Rossetti who's sitting in, who's heat, sweltering in heat right now in WA and I am cold in England. <laughs> and um, Chiara's fabulous. She's been on a podcast with me before all about play. I'll put a link to that episode and I have referenced her in my um, podcast, an episode earlier on this year about what do you want because she's helped me move through some big feelings to really get to the place of really owning what I want and and going and making it happen by moving to England so she's an all-round fabulous person and I'm so pleased to have her here so welcome Kiara oh thank you what an amazing introduction thank you so much Helena I really love working with you I love being on that, po- that podcast was that what two three years ago it was quite a while ago it's quite a while ago yeah probably about I think two you years actually, I think. I, that was the first podcast I was ever on so thank you so mm. much for that introduction oh my pleasure so um I'm yes I'm sitting here dripping in sweat I thought I'd put some makeup on but it just it, it would just all slide off so you're just gonna have to have me as I am um so Chiara Rossetti have aware parented both my teenagers still aware parenting them for I'm coming up to 16 years now of since I discovered it I am known in the circles the aware parenting circles for my love of play like I just have that inner clown I I love the transformation, power, transformational power of play. And I got quite excited when, you know, you approached me or I approached you and we said, let's let's do this. Looking forward to our workshop. Um, I, I really, really want listeners to understand how wonderful aware parenting is as far as repair goes after rupture in a relationship. Because I had... I have two children and for three years before I discovered aware parenting I was raising my daughter beautifully I wasn't punishing her I, I talked to motherhood really you know really well but I was you know I had moments of stress and she didn't sleep very well and you know how how it goes things just pile on top of each other and so I sort of have pre-aware parenting and post-aware parenting days and I remember so well those you know, that, that mother guilt of, oh, my gosh, I've lost it with my child. I screwed her up for life and there's nothing we can do. And, you know, I, I know we can laugh about it, but I really I remember the stories in my head. Oh, that's it. I've screwed her up. She's you know, I've basically been the most abusive parent and she's going to be a drug addict and she's gonna, her life is going to be hell. And, you know, I, I believed those. I really believed those until I discovered the power of play and aware parenting and connection and how absolutely you can repair all of that rupture no matter how awful you think you've been yes so and it's interesting to hear you because you know you're thinking of being the most abusive parent and you know from what I know of you you're the most incredible parent even before aware parenting days so it's really interesting that perception that we can have of ourselves that oh my god we are just the worst parent ever and often I think those of us who think that that's a sign that we really are not the worst parent ever because we have that sense of awareness and that desire to be better but we can be so hard on ourselves and just think we're just terrible and then we can just be caught in that loop of think of that guilt and oh god I'm just terrible and and then when we come from that place we don't parent joyfully or confidently and we can actually get more snappy as a result of that and what we're talking today is about how to go from you know how you went from groveling apologies to confident 
repair. And when we're stuck in that guilt and that shame, it just compounds, doesn't it? And then you just feel terrible. Yeah, it's a vicious circle. It really is a vicious circle. It's hell. It, it's really an awful place to be. And it's funny that you say that, you you know, I'm also know some people, I won't mention them anywhere, parenting circles where I think, oh my God, you're amazing. You're you're just like goddesses in the parenting world, but they've all effed up. They have yeah. all done it. Like it is, it is human, isn't it, to err. And I think that's, you know, accepting and embracing the messiness of it and then working from it and growing from that and healing alongside your child. And, you know, now we're in a place, I've got these two amazing teenagers We can now look back and we laugh at those funny things that I did that at the time felt so awful. Example, and we were talking about it today. So, you know, I used to really struggle with screens. My kids were sort of growing up, you know, their early years in in the days when iPads were just coming into the world. And I was, I just thought they were awful. And I was one of the last people to have a mobile phone. I was very much just, no, my children were not, anyway, struggled with screen time. And I remember there was this one game called Subway Surfer and they would play, we had one iPad and they'd play with it together and then they wouldn't listen. And you know, I just, and I hated it. So it was all this stuff piled up inside me. And I went up to them one day and I deleted the app and I'll never forget their little faces, right? And I know that sounds like such a, you know, a little, you know, quote unquote punishment, but I, I, I'll never forget their faces when, when I did that. And so we still laugh about it. And what's beautiful is, because I knew, I didn't know that much about attachment play then. I think Elitha Salter sort of introduced that much later, but I was aware then of how I can reconnect, how I can, you know, go away, calm myself down, center myself, and then come back to the children with a genuine apology and to show them that I'm only human and this is how I am going to deal with my mistakes that I have made. And I've modeled to them how to do it beautifully as well. So, you know, that's what really, I really want to help parents with. And then if you add play to it, well, you know, it's just the the healing power is exponential because then you're lightening something that is essentially quite serious and heavy and you're, you're speaking their language, you're getting down at their level and you're all in, you know, you all end up laughing and it's, it's just such a wonderful modality. And I'm just so grateful that I've discovered this and, and so happy to, to share what I know yeah it's so brilliant hearing you because often when we're in those like I mean I've I've did I delete I've I mean I've deleted apps I've done loads of stuff <laughs> so I'm sure we all have and especially screens there's something enraging about screens <laughs> because that oh. Makes, oh my god it's just everywhere actually we're having a we've got an internet outage at the moment so I'm currently sitting in a co-working space and we've got no screens and so last night was really interesting because I've got a teenager and I don't know when this is going to be fixed and we've got no phone signal because we're in the countryside and um it's interesting like we're all like our whole lives revolve around screens anyway that's a different topic but we can get so enraged and so upset and and those feelings of powerlessness which then often lead us to do those um things like I'm going to delete it but then, so play feels so far removed from those situations. A, you know, as a mum, you don't, the last thing you feel like doing is play. Yeah. And it just seems frivolous and silly when you want your children to understand why you've got cross. And I think also part of it, that repair can be hard because we think, well, if only our children would behave, if only they would do what we told them to do in the yeah. first place. Yeah. And we can be caught you know, it we can get feel so angry before all the guilt and the shame, but we can feel such rage. Yeah. So how yeah. do we go from rage 
guilt and shame into play. Well, I also just want to say, I, I actually, I have memories of not sleeping after those episodes because I would just, you know, literally I would grovel, I would stew in my own juices. It was just, it's a, it's guilt, it's shame, it's it's just, you know, it's in vocabulary we don't even have. It's just such an awful thing, especially when your children are little and they look up to you and you are their rock. And then to sort of, it, you know, I remember just, just how awful I felt like a monster at times. And even if it's just deleting an, an app, that's, you know, the, that's mild. There were other more serious things that I did, which, you know, I'd love to talk about in the workshop, because I think discussing these things and, and sort of confessing really helps, you know, to tell our stories. I think that's a really wonderful tool as well. So, but you asked how you go from play. So to me, I really want parents to know that play is such a great tool, but children pick up on even if you're slightly trying to use play to get somewhere. So it's got to be genuine. It's got to be in a relaxed, joyful, uh, you know, at, with a, a relaxed, joyful attitude. Sorry, my words aren't coming out very well tonight. And then when you can approach them with that in mind and also watch how they take that attitude and, you know, see if, you approaching them with a really open curiosity and, a, you know, to switch on your, put on your play hat, like mm. you know, to make things simple, approach them after there's been a rupture and see, see where they're at. They might still be feeling really awful and then that's fine. You move in and you can listen to whatever has to come out. And if they're sort of, they've moved on, but you still need to do it, then it's actually really lovely to play the grumpy mom or to, you know, it depends what, I mean, it doesn't really depend. I think all play is connection and that's the important thing. But I also really like to tailor and make specific games for specific incidents when everyone, all the parties involved are ready for that. Because to me, that can be, you know, that's where the gold is. That's where there's really transformational healing that can can arise. So I love that, that aspect of, of being able to help parents with, that aspect of play and that and, is your genius because often in those moments I can't think of something creative and I suppose that's part of it is yeah. that we don't have to you know there's gonna be times when we can't repair in the heat of the moment because we are still in that rage or still in that guilt and oh just the moment is just so difficult yeah. so we don't have you know if we are stuck you know for those listening if you are stuck in that oh my god my children are driving me crazy and you know that's when those small things that they do just send you batty um that's not a time to play is it because as no. you said children can sense you know if you're going okay darling you know but underneath you've got that simmering rage yeah you can't play in those in those yeah, times it's got to come from a genuine space it really does and and saying that the little caveat there Helen is there were, I remember very clearly times when my parent my kids asked to play and my I was it was a it was a clear no I was like no having a sense of humor failure and then I went actually let me just see I'll, I'll just see how I go and then sometimes the best play actually happened you know so it's checking you with yourself moment to moment every day is different but I really love to demystify play. It is, it really can be so simple. It can be as simple as, say you've had a, you know, you, you've lost it at the kids and you're you're still kind of feeling a bit crap about it. They may have moved on, you know, or may, may not have. Something as simple as just lying on the couch, rolling up a piece of paper and when they walk by, throw it at them, you know, and then see what happens. They might be really offended. We, we can We can hold them through that. Or they might think it's hilarious. And there you are. You don't even have to move from the couch. So it's literally that simple. 
and just anything that can kind of get their bodies giggling or laughing or whatever needs to, you know, it's completing the cycle of fight, flight, and, you know, whatever has happened to their nervous system when we have yelled or acted, you know, out of, what's the word I'm looking for? Out of... Well, we just, um, we just rage, <laughs> rage, <laughs> just, but exactly. it, you know, and, and, um, oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say about, yes, play. I think often we realize that, I think we think it has to be so serious. So obviously if we've completely lost our cool and, you know, I think that's where, it, you know, we start off from going from groveling apology. And when we're groveling in our apology, we're coming from the back foot going, oh, I'm terrible. I, I'm the worst mom. The situation is effed. <laughs> you know, this is all, yeah. it's yeah. all terrible. And therefore I've got to have a bit more of a serious response and talk about it with my child and, um, and really apologize and let them know that it was unacceptable and all of those things. Whereas in actual fact, children, well, we all could do with more lightness and actually play is often a really appropriate response. We don't have to go into the self-flagellation and the let's talk about it all. Play bypasses that. Absolutely. And I think so many parents are in that management serious mode. And I love to remind them that, you know, if we can get down at children's level and there's just so much magic to be had. And, you know, if play is is a little bit overwhelming for you because, you know, maybe you weren't played with as a child or maybe play has these connotations of something, you know, who knows, right? Play doesn't come easy to a lot of parents. And I love, I don't love the word ritual, but you can also do gentle rituals with your children, even just brushing their hair or lighting a candle and walking your way to bed. Like just, it, you know, it doesn't have to be gregarious. It doesn't have to be, it can be, the other day I, I mentioned that my kids, and this is really cheesy, right? This is really cringy, but I remember groveling so much to the kids. Oh, I'm so sorry, you know, a hundred times. I'm like, mom, okay, we're over it, blah, blah, blah. But I still had to, you know, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. And so they made up this ridiculous song. And every time I did it, they'd sing it. And it was a stupid dance. And it would, and it, I can't even remember the song, but it was something like, I beg for your forgiveness. And they were sort of taking the piss out of me. And it just made me smile and laugh and feel better about things as well. So that's, you know, that it's such a silly thing, but it was so meaningful for my children and my family. And to this day, every now and again, if, you know, it still comes up, what, 15 years later or 12 years later, and we'll sort of sing that, you know, the cheesy songs that the kids made up when they're taking the piss out of me. And it's, um, yeah, so it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be complicated. It can be as complicated as you want. And also the other thing, Helena, that I always say to people is just, children are geniuses at knowing exactly what they need to heal just give them that space and you can literally it's like it's like a parenting hack you can just sit back and watch them and they will you know they'll interact they'll they'll get you involved they will set up whatever they need to set up they will you just got to listen differently and look differently and it's really you know it really is much easier than we sometimes think yes it's easier than sometimes because, uh, well, also because when we were little, I mean, my parents weren't playful in the slight. I mean, they were lovely and, you know, yeah. great parents in many ways, but not playful in that. So it, it it can seem a complete anathema to us that go, what, you can play in those situations? Surely, first of all, our children need to learn what's acceptable and unacceptable, hence why I shouted at them in the first place. But then also, oh God, have I damaged them? There's such a fear that yeah. we've damaged our children so why is play perhaps more effective or I'd love to hear your thoughts or as effective as talking? Why, why would you advocate play over that well, it, it really is, it's their discussion? La- it's their language, you know, even, even when they're slightly older, 
and are able to talk and, you know, explain and express what's going on, there's something about play that we keep repeating. It does lighten the load, but it can, you know, it, you can feel it in your body. You know, play is just so much fun for, for everyone. I mean, there's no one in the world that doesn't want to play really when they're in the mood. And, and it just makes everyone, it's just one of those universal sort of languages that I think is, is just, it's a bit like, it's a bit like, I mean, I always say Mr. Bean, he used to be funny. It's, you know, he's, it, it's universal. It doesn't matter what country you're from. There's a certain type of humor that runs through humanity and I, and play lies within that. And it's also so much more, hence why you and I are talking about doing a longer course, because it's not just playing games, it's everything that goes along with this. It's, you know, it's the deep safety that it gives all involved. It's the rewiring of their brains and the nervous system. It's the, again, lightening the load. It's, it does so much more than what it appears to do just on, you know, just on the surface. And I love Aletha's book, Attachment Play, but I would even, you know, I think you could probably write 50 more books and still not really even cover the magic of, of play and its healing power. Yeah, know? it's and been that's... one of the biggest eye-openers for me as a parent going, oh, am I allowed to play in these situations? I thought I had to be yeah. serious. Is that is that okay? And and the course that you're alluding to, well, there's two things that we're doing together. One is repair workshop. So if you're struggling with your child and to repair and you're worried and you don't know how to do it and we're talking about play, but it's like, what? We are running a workshop. If you go to parenting with play forward slash repair, the details are there. Um, but the other thing that we're doing, which I'm particularly excited about is for those, it's called, we're calling it the play collective, taking the struggle out of play because you know, as much as Kiara is a natural clown, did you use the word clown? Yeah, 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 so. yeah. yeah that's fine. And <laughs> so for you, that's come so naturally and you inspired me. And for me, play wasn't as natural. They're like, oh, this feels really weird. And so sometimes when you're feeling like that, you go, how do you even use play like that? And I don't feel playful and we can get so self-conscious. So this is what we're creating is the play collective is to help you get into that playful state and work through what's going on for you emotionally that's perhaps stopping you from being playful and that's one of our biggest passions both of our passions is to help you be more playful um Absolutely. because Do as you, you say children yeah. come up with it naturally and as will you you know as a parent yeah. it will just start to flow more when you work through it so yeah yeah it's it's wonderful Absolutely. To and I'm at the point now because I this is really the, the thing I love so much I mean there's so much I love about web parenting but this is you know this is definitely my this is what lights me up and I'm at the point now where really it doesn't matter what the question is the answer is usually play and I know that you know I almost feel like when we're on the face there's a Facebook page that we're both on and there's instructors helping people and yes there are times you know like you breastfeeding control patterns you it's not a time to play but you can then play around that with your baby you know because that's the other thing it's, it's never too early to start play and it's never too late that's and also I, that's a big thing that I hear is like oh I didn't yeah. do this when my children were young and, and if you're listening now and your child is five six seven eight nine ten or even you know tween or a young teen yeah I think that message is so important because you just think, well, I've messed the boat and I really have stuffed up and I can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we can. So do you want to talk about play with older children? Yeah, because... absolutely. And, you know, I 
now that I have a 19 year old and a 16 year old, it's been really lovely because what I can see is a, is, is a distinct timeline of how we've grown together. Our humor has grown and how it's sort of matured and, and is also very immature at times, but you know, just, I've been so fascinated by, I don't know, in my other oh, back from walking the dog, um, in my mind, I think I just thought, oh, yeah, sort of around nine or ten, we'd stop playing. But actually, you don't. And once you've sort of introduced that into your family culture, then it's still such a useful tool. And my, and my children and I still laugh every day. Mostly it's about me being silly or, you know, getting some lingo wrong or, you know, something. But it's it's like it's they're not being mean. It's not nasty. It's really it, it's funny. It makes us all laugh. And I really want people to know that even if they've got teenagers start now start when they're 21 whatever just start with your partner humor is just so fabulous and it's interesting I've through the years sort of talking about play with people so many um couples that I've talked to say well we used to play and then we had kids and we don't play with each other anymore and it's just it's just lovely to kind of see their brain go oh actually we can still play even though we're in our 40s or 50s or whatever and I know a few couples who are playful with each other and I always it just always puts a smile on my face I just think it's such a lovely attribute to, to have and um, yeah so I love it I'm hugely passionate about it and I'm still learning always still learning so much yeah yeah, yeah. So that's so good to hear um what I've just came up thinking what if your child so say you've you've shouted at your child and then you've you're sort of working through actually no let's back up a bit more when you're coming from the groveling apology to the more confident um connection or repair afterwards what shifted in you to be able to get you from the oh my god I'm so terrible to I'm really sorry let's play so there must have been a shift within you that helped you get yeah. there. Can you just, you know, just so share a little bit about that? It, it probably it probably wasn't a eureka moment. It probably did actually happen over a period of time. But to actually really, really know, just not, you know, not paying lip service, actually in my body know that I can reconnect with my children. I can repair the damage. I can rewind whatever went wrong. I can sincerely apologise and when it comes from that space and I know how effective it is and I could see that my children lightened after that, I can see that we just, there was, you know, deeper connection. That's when I started to realise that, okay, it sort of gave me, it doesn't mean that I can continue to be yeah. like that. There has to be healing, you know, I can't just, you know, whack, I'm sorry, whack, I'm sorry. It can't, you know, it, it will, it can be like that for some people. For me, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to grow and I wanted to, you know, learn from my mistakes and then really look at my needs, what needs weren't being met, why did I lose it? And also I became much more aware of when things were piling up because back in the day, I suppose I was so sleep deprived and stressed out about other things that I would just explode and then go, whoa, where did that come from? But, you know, I became much more aware of going, oh, hang on tightness in my chest what's going on and to sort of put in it doesn't always happen but to be able to put in a little bit of a you know a like step on the brakes and go take time out Kiara I don't know do what you need to do so you can come back and you know fill your cup a little bit more because otherwise the first person in your line of sight will get the full you know brah from me and so yeah so it, it's sort of a, a number of things but I am so convinced no one has argued with me yet but I 
take on the challenge that if anyone wants to dispute the power of attachment play from an aware parenting point of view, bring it on, because I just don't think there's any negative to it. There's nothing that anyone can say to negate the, the, the healing and the transformative power of, of play. Because yeah. it's connection, isn't it? And connection, 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 right? It's what it comes down to. Yeah. We're going to simplify things. Yeah, and, and yeah. that connection is at the heart of it rather than sometimes we can go, well, they've got to learn and we can still we can still be caught up in our rage at what our child has done or yeah. the shame. So I, I really liked hearing how you went from knowing. I think when we know how we can help our children, that does give us the confidence. And yes, you're right. We're not going to just whack and then carry on. But those, I mean, I, I still lose it at my kids at times. I mean, that's just oh, yes. part of I being still... human. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. part of relationships. So to have that confidence knowing I can help my children after I do that helps yeah. immensely. Absolutely. And I, I, I wish I remembered this this quote the other day. I saw it and it said, our job is not to teach our children, children that we have no flaws. Our job is to show them how we come back once we have flawed in our relationship. And to me, that is, mm. you know, modelling that is is key in, in parenting. And if if you don't want to play, there are other ways you can connect. Like if play is just not for you, aware parenting gives us other tools. And again, it comes back to connection, connection with self, connection with, with your child, and then you've got the connection together. So that's, you know, that's the ABCs of it. Yeah. But um, play is bonus and fabulous. And I promise parents that once they get the ball rolling with play, they'll they'll see they'll see they'll, they'll discover the inner clown as I did I had a playful father my mum was you know funny and light as well but she was not you know much more serious my dad was playful but you know I also want to say Helena a lot of parents think play is tickling and it's sort of that kind mm. of play and I love to teach parents that that's not you know you can you can leave tickling aside it's too overwhelming for kids but you know we were tickled a lot as children and I, I don't know the 70s and 80s and just I remember seeing people being tickled all over the place it doesn't happen so much anymore but that was playing oh, it still then. does in times but I suppose that's because yeah, it elicits yeah. laughter from our children yeah um, and so we want our children to laugh but tickling yeah, is well an involuntary meaning. response yeah it is well-meaning but it's absolutely, not helpful absolutely. it's not good yeah and you know and and the, the last part of what I was saying before is once I you know once you're really certain that you can help your child then then your guilt just you know it, it dissipates and the mm -hmm. shame and the and then you don't need to grow all day you you can you don't even need to you know if your kids don't like my daughter can can listen to apologies from me my son is a little bit more like well let's go and shoot some hoops you know he's much more sort of act, action based so that's how I would do it to him and occasionally I'll just say look I know you don't need to hear this but I am sorry it's this is for me more than for you but you know so so each child is also different in how they receive our our, our play as well some kids like you know different forms of play at different levels of play and um yeah, but all parents know. And one last thing that I'll say, Helena, is the other thing, and you mentioned it earlier, but I love that one of the, the main philosophies of aware parenting that I really, oh, like I just love Aletha Salter so much for, is that we start from the, the basis that children want to cooperate, that children 
are fabulous. They're fabulous all the time, but they want to help. They want to, you know, they are wired for connection. And paired with that, they've got from from the day they're born, they have this innate wisdom of how to heal and what they need. We are just there witnessing it, giving them space and supporting them through it. So that, that actually gives me goosebumps. And, you know, Marion and Lael just had Gabor, Gabor Mate on and they talked about that a lot. And it's like when I was listening to it, I was like, yes, we know we have what we need. We just need reminding. And that's where you and I will hold parents' hands and walk them, you know, just over those little bumps that they're for some reason not able to approach. And then they're flying, you know, then they're, they're, yeah, they'll get it, they'll see. And um, yeah. And it's, yeah, you're so right. Once once we get confident as parents, then yeah, we just yeah, we're off and then we can be flexible and integrate yeah. it and it's really good. But it can be hard to get over that. It took me quite a long time to get into the play mindset that yeah. that is the way to help. Um but I was also I mean, I love that quote that you said earlier on, and it really struck me that by by responding to our children in that way, it helps them know that even though you know, because they're going to have ruptures in their friendships, in their relationships yeah. as they get older, and to know that it's not it's not the end of the world. It is possible to maintain a strong friendship, a strong relationship, even with all that rupture. And that's such a gift to our children later on, Absolutely. because other times we can catastrophize yeah. going, well, my partner's done this, therefore it must mean he hates me, yeah. rather than, okay, <laughs> this happened, yeah. <laughs> now what? And it yeah. gives them that inner confidence, which I just think is extraordinary. Absolutely. And I've seen that in action, you know, and we live in a, in cancel culture and, and, and it's so easy to just cancel. But I've seen my children when they've tripped up, approach their friends and either say, look, I'm not ready to talk about this now. Can we just, you know, let it. Luckily, they don't have that much. You know, they don't have those sort of friendships that they're generally fairly, you know, even keeled. Mm. But I have seen at times how they've dealt with it. And that's when I kind of go, yes, in the yes. background, like, yes. You know, because usually we still do, we're still quite hard on ourselves, despite yeah. all of it. But it's really lovely to see the result of this in my children who are now much more out in the world and having to navigate these sort of skills. And, you know, even how they deal with difficult people in the world. Like, again, luckily, there's not that many, but I've just seen how they're non, they don't go straight into reaction, how maybe I would have done. And they don't want to just go, oh, F over they're just very measured and just so much emotional intelligence and I attribute it all to attribute it all to aware parenting and, and all the magical things that I've learned from it but which is so wonderful because when I started I was after you but I was going Marion what happens you know it's great when they're two but what does this work and so to hear you I mean I've, I've got testaments mm. to it as well with my 14 year old in particular but to hear your 19 and your 16 year old 15 year old yeah. you know to yeah. hear that is just so heartening so you know for those of you who are listening with little yeah. babies and toddlers and going you know in, in this such an intense time going yeah this really works and not only does it work right at the age your child is now but it continues to flow on so absolutely that's so good absolutely and, and I have really amazing teenagers, and I will say that I'll shout it from rooftops, and I and it's completely because they got so much of what they needed to get out. You know, I always joke that they went through the teen years when they were eight, or you know, seven or eight. There was, you know, then they've also, you know, life has thrown them both quite huge challenges, and aware parenting has been just like a, literally a lifesaver for me and my children. And to see the result of, of kids who've been raised like that is just, yeah, I can't just, I can't believe it actually. I'm like, wow, teenagers aren't 
awful beings that they're made out to be. There's, they're not disrespectful. They're not, you know, they're not slamming doors and shouting and screaming and not coming home when they're, they're you know, at the time you've asked them to come home and, and all the rest of it. So they're actually, it's actually really easy. And, and I remember when they were younger going, oh, my God, what am I going to do when they're teenagers? I'm not going to cope. Teenagers are awful. And it's, but it hasn't been awful at all. It's been beyond wonderful and is, and is continuing to, to be wonderful, you know. We're still very close and, and long may it last. amazing well thank you so much it's so great hearing your perspective I always feel re-inspired after I talk to you so thank you I hope I've made sense I'm literally dripping like drip I cannot wait for a cold shower I've had like two liters of coconut water and I'm still like oh yeah it's just funny because it's not really humid in in WA so we all feel like we're like in Bali or something it's usually quite a dry heat so I hope I've made sense because it's my you have made sense and I am sitting here in my jumper so complete opposite so if you would like to to soak up some more of Kiara's goodness we are running a workshop as I said if you go to parenting with play forward slash repair you'll find out details there and that we're going to be sharing more in-depth information more in-depth games and then if you're able to join us for the live part we will then stop the recording and um, really dive into what you need and what you want and that's so that's on the 12th of March but if you're listening to this afterwards the recording is available of the first part where we go into things a lot more deeply than we have today and if you are struggling to feel playful you just hate you like the idea of it but you just don't know how to do it or you can't be bothered or just it just feels so heavy so many this is you're so not alone this is a probably the one thing that I number one thing I hear from parents we are Um, we have this course called the play collective it's all about taking the struggle out of play so if you go to parentingwithplay.com.au forward slash play collective you will find details there all right any final words Kiara before we before we leave we we, we really work to make this and the the other thing we haven't priced it yet but we really want to make it affordable for everyone because we know there's a lot of people struggling financially and also we'll probably discuss if anyone's really struggling, there's always going to be a payment plan or a, a different option for them. So please don't let money stop you from getting in the way. I This is this is a service that we're, we're offering. Um, and the other thing is um, if anyone does miss this round of repair, to know the recording's available, but Helen and I have discussed maybe running it every few months so that, you know, people can either come to all of it all of them and you know keep coming with us and keep going or we can get new you know fresh people in and and we'll see and we also are talking about possibly doing a few other mini series just mm-hmm. you know quick things because I know people are busy and they've got lots of kids and lots going on and working and all the rest of it so we want to make it affordable and value but you know not it's not going to be laborious and lots and lots of you know heavy stuff that anyone has to we, we don't want it to add to the to-do list is what yes. I'm trying to say and it's more we're than just information yes we're yeah. going to make it fun that is the key and it's more than just information there's going to be you know inner transformation is what is yeah. what our aim yeah. is rather than just throwing facts at you it's to help you yeah. become the playful parent that you want to be and we're a great team, so it's just lovely to be able to sort of work as a team to really support people because you can give them what I can't and vice versa. Mm. And so really, you know, two for the price of one is magical. And I, I did that advent calendar with Vivian in Holland and shout out to her because she was also amazing to work with. And I just, there's something about having collaboration with two minds and two hearts that is just, I love it. I really love it. In fact, I think I'll never, I'll never work alone, Helena. <laughs> 
I love that. I love it. So, I mean, do you see how we inspired each other and we came up with all these ideas just sort of back and forthing and going blah, 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 blah. But, you know, and we we're also making it fun and the design was fun and everything's just fun. We're lightening, we're living exactly mm. what we're telling people how to do. And just on time, the dog is scratching at the door wanting <laughs> to come in. So. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, to everybody listening, thanks for listening. Hope this has been helpful. Come and check out the workshop and the Play Collective. And we, uh, I will chat to you again next time. Okay, take care. Bye. Wonderful.